your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solo. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. Moon Tunes going on right now. Head on down to Riverside Park. We are live streaming it as well. If you want to just check it out, aroundrivercity.com is where you get, you can get it at. And then just scroll down. I did it earlier. I was like, where is the video? And I scrolled down. I'm like, there it is. It's just You got to scroll down a little bit. Um, they're talking right now. So I think at some point here, we talked to Terry Bauer yesterday. If it's, it, The story's on wisdomnews.com. Uh, he said a couple of interesting things uh, about paying musicians and then de- essentially gifting the new band shell. If you haven't seen the band shell at Riverside Park, it's awesome. And I'm sure anyone that lives in the cross has seen it, right? Riverside Park's pretty popular. Uh, but they, yeah, they essentially are gifting it. I think it costs uh, about a million dollars, the the woodsy part of that thing, the cool part. And then Terry Bauer, Moontoons organizer, said that the cement slab, what he called, uh, cost the city $1.4 I don't know what they're talking about right now. Some guy's talking. Electricians we'll make this happen. Um, oh, I've got it open twice. That's why it sounds funny. I've got 50 tabs open, so I've got to go through all these tabs. Okay, there we go. We close that tab and then open this tab. Here's Katie Kroll. And Katie is going to be joining us uh, on a new project. This that is the Moon Tunes live stream. About. I also want to acknowledge the Rotary Life. A lot, of, a lot of thinking. A lot of thinking going on, which is what happens when you build a new grand, uh, band shell. And then have a year off and uh, get all this nitty-gritty stuff out of the way before the music starts. Kind of curious. Brad Williams is down there, I think, or he's heading down there. I would be curious to know what the... I wish we could move the camera. I wish I had that power. Like, rotate the camera and uh, check it out. Check out the crowd. See how many people are down there. There's always Somebody always has a drone, too. It always seems like somebody at some point will will have their drone, which is something I kind of want to get. I kind of want to get a drone. And then just like above Riverside Park during Moon Tunes, it's always one of the cooler videos. You can see your pictures even of, of just the, the concert going on and the crowd below. Uh, drone pictures, very underrated or maybe properly rated, but I, I love seeing drone videos and drone pictures, especially places places you can't get at, but also places that where you live too. Just Kind of a cool, it's just something we all can get our hands on, right? To um, and get a drone and fly it over. I could do this, right? Been bugging one of my friends who's got a trick drone. He's got a, like a, it does, it's like an acrobatic drone. It's just made for, the, for stunt flying. But he, I don't know how he did it, but the, a GoPro camera goes on top of it. So I was watching videos of his stunt drone with the GoPro camera on top of it. And it's pretty interesting. Not the kind of drone I want to do. I just want to do photography drone stuff. But I think you need all kinds of uh, licenses too if you're going to use that for like Wisdom News. Um, I'm trying to get Amber Dvorak with the, I, th- I want to say the Monroe County Humane Society, but it might just be Monroe County Dog Shelter. I'm not exactly, uh, didn't get, I, but uh whatever they're called, Monroe County Dog Shelter, that's what they're called. Um, in, in terms of this story, if you saw the other day, in Sparta, the story with the house fire, and there were 
there were like 26 dogs, 12 of those dogs, puppies, and a couple of cats that died in this house fire. And then there were more dogs outside in kennels. And and just kind of what the deal was there. Um, we'll see. I, I, I called her. I texted her before. The, I called them before the show, just before the show. And they were having some uh, some issues at the Humane Society or the dog shelter. Uh, so they might not now be able to come on just because work gets past five and, and then you're still work, working and uh, plans change. So we'll see if they can come on. But the, the idea, if you, if you didn't see this story, it's, it's, it's awful. And you, you, automatically, you automatically think like, why are there 26 dogs in your house? <laughs> Where in the house are these dogs? Because they died of smoke inhalation. Um, so automatically you think negative. First of all, it's sad, right? But then you think negative. And I don't know if we need to think that way. Maybe these people were doing everything legit. It sounds like they, they, they the dogs were tr- being treated properly. It's just they weren't home and, and their house started on fire. So, um, you know, so there's that. So that, I mean, that sucks, right? Uh, but hopefully, hopefully that nothing malicious comes out of that. But we, we're not sure. And, and that's part of their job there at the dog shelter, I guess. As they, they do that investigation, I initially called the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. Well, actually, I think I called Sparta Police. But then they sent me to the Monroe County Sheriff's Office and then talked to me for a minute. And then they sent me to the dog shelter. So not literally, but on the phone. Uh, that's where you need to go, Rick. They're doing the investigation. So uh, you kind of learn, oh, okay. So, yeah, makes sense. The dog shelter people would probably know the most about what you can and can't do when you're running a a, a puppy operation or a, a, a I, I don't want to say a puppy mill because I think puppy mills are just are, are puppy mills legit and some are bad and some are good or puppy mills just legit bad is that how that works if it's a puppy mill it's bad that's probably how that works yeah puppy mill sounds like it's just always bad and then other people have breeding operations that may or may not be bad as well but um, I had a pretty good conversation with Amber Dvorak there at the dog shelter before the show earlier today. And I was like, man, this is all good stuff. I think people would really be enlightened by hearing what you have to say here. Come on the show. Uh, so if she can't come on today, I'll definitely have her on uh, down the road. Not long, not far down the road. Maybe uh, around the block, we'll say. I'll have her on around the block. Does that make sense? Um, other things we have a lot of stories on Wizard News, and I don't even I don't even know which one to pick in in terms of what the city is dealing with right now. Um, as we had a committee meeting yesterday and have a or two days ago, and we have another the big committee meeting tonight. Um, but if, you know, a couple of the stories that Genoa plant shut down this week, that coal plant on the south side, and and uh, Brad Williams in the newsroom got the CEO. Talked to the CEO there of Dairyland Power and, and said, yeah, we actually ran out of coal a month ago. So the plant actually kind of shut down a month ago, uh, but they officially shut down this week. Um, again, the Sparta story, uh, there's there's just two things. The Verizon Tower that's going to go up, it looks like it's just it's going to go up in Riverside Park. That's one of the stories. It's like Verizon, you can't you can't put the tower up, like snap it on next to a building down here. There's a big old bank right across the road from us. That that seems like a pretty tall building. Like, put your cell phone tower on that building. No, they want to. I feel like they want to just put it right next to when the eagle is back. Ah, eh, we're just gonna stick it on the eagle. 
uh, right there when you drive into Riverside Park. That's not exactly how that that goes, but it just seems like they're going to put a big old cell phone tire. I don't know if it's that big or if it's that obtrusive, but you know, anything, nothing is better than anything. Uh, but they're going to put it in Riverside Park. Sounds like the from everything that we've heard that uh, legally they could do it. Um, PIFA's PIFA's uh, dilemma still going on French Island, and then there was just one more local story about a. Uh, uh, we want to put an apartment complex on King Street, but the the city's already rejected it in two committees. Uh, we need housing. Apartment complex wants to go up, and then the groups around that area are like, "No, we don't want an apartment complex in our neighborhood." Well, if we all could just say that, right? Like nobody ever wants an anything in their neighborhood. You're like, put it put it down in the next neighborhood, and then. You know, if it's a store, I'll go over there to get it. And if it's an apartment complex, then I don't want to deal with, uh, you know, all the hazards that come with that. People parking around the complex. Um, all right, Brad's got to do the news. We'll be back in a minute. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. I was talking about, it, it sounds like Amber Dvorak with the Monroe County Dog Shelter is pretty busy. So I'm going to try to get her on next week. Or maybe tomorrow, but I think next week. Tregoski, the UW Lacrosse political science professor, won't be coming on tomorrow. Uh, uh, so sad about that, but we'll we'll try to have fun eat regardless. I might have somebody else on. Uh, the two things that that really seem interesting when it comes down to the when it comes to issues in the city of Lacrosse right now in Riverside Park, where Moon Tunes is happening, is if Verizon wants to put a tower up there. And it's it sounds I don't know how cell towers were at work. I mean I don't I guess I, I can understand that we need towers to have better tower, uh, but it sounds like Verizon needs to put the tower where they have to put the tower in Riverside Park, and therefore you can't just put the tower on the bank just down the road a little bit. But it'd be nice if you could. It would be nice if you could just put the tower on the giant tall bank building instead of having to put the tower in Riverside Park, but I'm no Verizon official uh, cell tower expert. Number three is uh, a flip phone expert. I know that. I don't think he's a cell phone expert, though. Number three, how's it going? You're on the air. I'm doing real good. Yeah. The cell tower, that should be right alongside the Indian down there. Oh, we could put it right in his hand. Wait, there, there yeah, is no. That's, hold it right in his hand by his tomahawk. So we put it since the stat, since the Hiawatha statue is no longer there. Should we just put a cell phone tower there then? Yeah, we got to have something there. That'll be nice. Yeah, I miss you know. I, there's nothing down there anymore. You know, so I tell you what, well, if these people on King Street, Eleventh and King, want to see what apartments look like. They should jump in their covered wagon someday and take a ride down here by Southern Bluff School. Okay. You know where that is on the way to Stoddard? Um, right yeah. out of the city of La Crosse? Do you, do you, is it over the little viaduct where I would turn left to go to where Westby? It goes straight yeah, you there? you want to keep going straight towards yeah. Stoddard where your girlfriend comes from. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Okay. okay. There's two great big apartments down there. There's a football field long, two stories high. Well, those seem a little bit bigger than what's proposed here in, on King Street. Yeah, well, I mean, they just wouldn't put those up down there. It was between that where a bunch of buses, school buses parked down there, so they put the apartments in because 
they get more tax money than what school buses park do. Yeah, I would say those apartment buildings aren't really an eyesore either. They're pretty nice. Oh, they look nice. So, yeah. I mean, I don't see what, just because you live on King Street, I don't see what the difference is. Yeah, I, I, I find it odd that the committees are denying, uh, I guess maybe they have to change uh, zoning or something to put the to yeah, put those apartments like on there. It makes a lot of difference who you know, too, down there at 400 Lacrosse Street. Well, it's always nice, too. If you if you live somewhere and then the, the lot next to you wants to put an apartment complex up, you would go, no, I don't want an apartment complex up next to me. But at some point, somewhere down the road, we always deny all the things that want to be part of our community because we don't want those things that are be a part of our community. We don't want them to be our direct neighbors. I just no. want them to be our neighbors in general, but no, I don't want you next to me. Yeah. Just like that telephone pole. They wouldn't put in my front yard. Remember Did they, yeah, they, they the sidewalk out here. They wouldn't put a telephone pole right in front of my window. Yeah. And the, did they end up doing that? Right. You did. Yeah, they did then. And you had no say about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, the mayor thought that was going to be a cell pole tower. That's what he told me. The old mayor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Asked the guys from we're putting in the pole, and they said, what have you been drinking, number three? And I said, nothing. Yeah. That's my good word for today. Are you going to go down there and represent the radio station today? Uh, Brad's already down there doing that for me. I probably have a volleyball game to get to. Oh, I thought maybe you and Mike Hayes would be down there. Well, maybe Mike. I don't. I guess I didn't. I don't know if Mike is down there. We we are on opposite schedules, so I don't know if yeah, that's I know up. That. You should go down there and do a little goodwilling for the radio station. Well, I think I gave him enough PR over the last twenty four hours, don't you? <laughs> okay, carry on. <laughs> All right, thanks for the call. Arf, arf. <laughs> uh, Northside Kent's been waiting on the on the line. Northside Kent, I'm gonna. I don't know if I did. I nope. You're still there, North Kent. You're on the air. Go ahead, man. Hey, how you doing, Rick? I'm good. Hey, Mayor of the North Side calling, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, these people about this apartment thing downtown. We have our Roosevelt Elementary School that was shut down years ago. Turned we had the it. same thing over here. People were like, "Oh my God, low income housing." It's it's based on how much people make yeah. for a living, and they were worried about drug people. No, this this apartment complex at the old Roosevelt School. We had no problems. I mean, the people are respectful, you know, so they, they need to chill out a little bit. But I missed you on the air while Mike was on. When, when, when missed me on the air when? What? When you were on vacation when Mike Hayes was on. Oh, yeah. Well, I missed me on the air, too. Oh. I know. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, I'm glad you got a break. Well, but, you know, I'm a conservative. You're a liberal. Well, what, what's interesting was, What's interesting about that school, too, is is what's – and this is kind of off topic, but they built that school or they, they whatever. They sold it to the company that, that built apartments in there. And then I think not too long after that, the school said, man, I wish we had more school because we have <laughs> – we're, we uh, we're running classrooms out of closets and in basements, and we, we don't have anywhere to put these students, and the classes are getting too big. And it was like, well, you know, you all just sold that school. <laughs> Maybe. And then they were, I think they did regret uh, uh, giving that school up. But yeah, when you turn it into, everyone automatically just thinks uh, low-income housing, and then they automatically think the worst. But it's just people that don't make a ton of money that need to live somewhere, and and maybe yeah, right. maybe there's a couple more people in one block area, but uh, I mean, it's, it's it's based on their income, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, uh, yeah, I think people are too judgmental. I'm glad to hear that you uh, you're not though. Thanks, Ken. Hey, hey, Rick, real quick, man, I respect your comments. You know, I'm a, a conservative, you're a liberal, but we always talk. 
Yeah, for sure. Thanks, man. All right, brother. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, whatever your politics are, I think we all see eye to eye on certain amounts. Well, the irony here is that I'm I'm bad-mouthing uh, the, the inability of the community uh, around that King Street near that Quick Trip on King, in, in, in La Crosse putting up a, an apartment building, and then I'm bad-mouthing Verizon for wanting to put up a cell phone tower because I'm like, we don't need no cell phone tower in our parks. But it's I think there's a there's a... We can differentiate, right? Like the the idea of putting up a an apartment complex where the community, more people in the community can move, live. We we have a housing. I don't know if it's a crisis, but shortage uh, here and everywhere, and affordable housing at that. That's one thing. But then when uh, if we want to point to the big corp that wants to put a cell phone tower in our park, uh, figure it out. Put the put the cell phone tower. Like, can't you go on the other side of the bridge? There's a sewage treatment plant right there put the cell phone tower by the sewage treatment plant aren't they redoing that anyway can it be part of the reconstruction um yeah i just i mean i mean i understand the logistics might not work but i don't know that's just i i got it all figured out right like i'll just email the mayor i'll just email the mayor and let him know we should do that that sounds like a good idea right verizon put your tower in the sewage treatment plant or on this bank that's across the road from me. It's a giant building. Just stick it on the side. I don't. They probably won't even know. Just come in in the night one night. Get your crane, or get access to the roof. I don't know. Parachute over from an, an adjacent building. Uh, wear all black, and then just stick it on the side and don't tell anyone. Figured it out. Um, all right, we got to do Scott's comment. Then Brad will be back to do more news. We'll be back after this. Oh, wait. I don't know if I need to play Pearl Jam right now. This way, I got a lot of tabs open. Too many tabs open. 608-785-7914 is the talk at text line. The Crosstalk PM. Is anyone on stage here? Oh, yeah. Here we go. So, Moontoon's going on right now. Brad Williams uh, anyways, is, so they call me in, is uh, going to bounce in here in a minute. I get there, and there's a screen set up. And, um, this is Bill Miller talking. Uh, there, there's, um, there's a movie going on. What the heck? I said, oh, this is, a, this is a new movie. It'll be out. Just talk. I, I, I do the talk show around here, Miller. Not going to be talking over me. <laughs> 608-785-7914. Uh, Brad's coming in a minute. Joe is calling in. We're, we were talking about this Verizon tower that's going to go up in Riverside Park. Sounds kind of inevitable. Joe, go ahead. You're on, man. Well, I just wonder, is this going to be, you know, like a big old gray metal pole tower sticking, you know, right up in the middle of the park? But I, I, have an ans- I have an answer for you. I looked. We have it. It's going to resemble a 30-foot la- a tall lamp post. <laughs> You know what would have hid that really well? A 25-foot-tall Indian statue. <laughs> I mean, he could have held it, right? Like, he could have just I mean, held it. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. that. That would probably bring a tear to actual Indian's eyes to see an Indian holding up Wi-Fi freaking towers. But, no, uh, I probably would have hit it real well, though. So. I mean, just go stick it on the bank building. What are we doing? Or stick, can we stick it? What about this, Joe? The, when the I, eagle, I don't think that bank building can get any uglier. Let's put it that way. <laughs> hey, don't disparage the bank. No, but what? Uh, what about when the eagle is back? Can we just stick it in the eagle's nest on the right when you drive into Riverside Park? Beautiful eagle sculpture with a cell phone tower on, just stuck to it. I mean, that's that's you know America twenty twenty one. 
and then write America 2021 right across it. Yeah, definitely. I, I guess. But, uh, Spray paint America. I say we get the Indian back there and we put it up behind them. Well, you got to get over. You got to get over that. Maybe we can make the cell phone tower look like look a like statue or something. Yeah, something like there that. There we go. I mean, we should be offended that there's a, sta- a, a, a cell phone tower going up there. Like, that should offend us, right? Like, put that stuff. Uh, I mean, people do you, want their 5G. Do you like the, the idea of putting the tower in on the other side of the bridge? Like, put it right smack in the middle of the sewage treatment plant? Like, can't we do that? I, I just think we should take all towers around here and just put them on that bank building. Maybe it'll make it look better. And that's, you know, it's definitely... Big and ugly enough to hold all of them. I mean, you probably wouldn't even see it if it was in the middle of the bank. The building's so tall, you would never see it. So, yeah, you're right. Like, just put it on the bank building. Just put them all there. Everything goes. All right, thanks, Everything goes. Yep. All right, 608-785-7914. Yeah, uh, and the irony a little bit of uh, I don't want the cell phone tower in my park. And then on the flip side, I think that the neighborhood there where I don't live should be more inclusive in allowing a 16-unit, single-bedroom apartment complex going up in my neighborhood. <laughs> so, But neither of these things actually affect me. I mean, when, it's, if, when the cell phone tower that's 30 feet tall, that looks like a lamppost, the world's largest lamppost, uh, goes up in Riverside Park, and a week later, we'll never talk about it again. And when the apartment complex goes up, well, it sounds like it's not going to go up because the committees keep denying, I think, the zoning change. But when the apartment complex goes up uh, around in your neighborhood on King Street, maybe across the road or down the block, uh, maybe you'll be mad at it all through the construction time. But once it's there, and a week after everyone's settled, then you'll probably forget about it unless something happens. But um, that's always going right to the worst case scenario. Oh, there's an apartment complex. There's going to be a bunch of drug dealers there. Why? <laughs> Why is that? Because they want they want a, a bunch of neighbors. Do the drug dealers want a bunch of people living right next to them in the same building? Is that how is that how all apartment complex works? Oh, they're beyond drugs. Is that is that what it is? Uh, we always go to the worst thing. It's it's. It's a little sad. It's a little bit sad. Um, Bill Miller, it looks like he's telling stories again. So I'm not going to tune him up because I'm doing the talk show, Bill. You do the music down there at Moon Tunes. Uh, Brad's going to come in here in a minute. I still want to I want to bring up again um, the Sparta story. Go on wisdomnews.com and, and you'll see this, this story out of Sparta about these there's dogs, 26 dogs and two cats. And right away, because if anyone listens to the show with any regularity, if we're going to, if something animal happens in the area, it's going to, we're going to talk about it on this show. Uh, last, was it last week I talked to the Lacrosse County Sheriff's deputy about chasing an emu through West Salem? Um, I was excited to ask Amber Dvorak at the Monroe County Dog Shelter uh, whether or not she's had to chase any emus. Um, I did bring it up. I said, think about it because it's definitely going to be a question I'm going to ask. Um, uh, other stories. So this is, this is one Brad read earlier. Ron Johnson's still undecided about the 22, 2022 race. When we talk about, uh, double standards, um, and w- Ron Johnson, you need to tell us if you're running. Actually, he, he doesn't, I guess if he's an incumbent, are we holding incumbents to different standards than we are? Cause we're, we don't know if Ron Kine's running either for Congress, right? He hasn't said one way or the other. 
uh, everyone has this inkling that maybe he's going to run for Senate in Ron Johnson's seat, but nobody really knows. Uh, we're all just guessing, but do do any of these people actually need to tell us whether or not they're running at this point? It's we're we're a year a year and a half out from from needing to to think about this stuff, right? I know me and UW Lacrosse political science professor Anthony Tchaikovsky. I think it was a, a week or I think it was two weeks after Ron Kind won the uh, the congressional seat back that we we asked him and he was like, "Come on, guys." Like we we just won an election, we all kind of get sick of you know having to report on 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 elections and who's running and and their campaigns and and can we just at least have can I can I be in office for a couple of weeks before you start asking me if I'm going to run for office again? So so, Brad, are you are you of this? Uh, we don't actually need to know if if Ron Johnson's like we keep asking. He must anytime he's anywhere, people must ask him this, and it'd be like, you know what? I'll probably tell you when I tell you at this rando meeting that I'm at today on a Thursday. I'm I'm I probably just I'm I, I probably won't I probably won't divulge whether or not I'm going to run for Senate, and he probably doesn't even know if he's running for Senate. I would like to announce at this moment, Rick, that I am running for burgers and fries if uh, you want them. Just gonna, where are you running though? I gotta know which place because <laughs> well, that's, that's, that has yet to be decided. Oh, see, I I need to know. I really, actually, it's very important if you're just running somewhere, then no. But if you're gonna tell me where, then I might have <laughs> that. Uh, that demands negotiation. Unless you're buying, then I'm good. Whatever yeah, you want, whatever you want. Okay, so you were just out at Moon Tunes. Uh, you know, I got yeah, Bill Miller. Right. Let's see if Bill's playing music here. If he's talking, then I don't pot him up because oh, he's, he's playing. He's playing now. So. Okay, do you know Bill Miller history here? I, I, always I know hear Bill Miller history. Grammy Award winner, but what yes. is that? What is Grammy Award well, winner? Well, I, for... I believe it's in uh, native music categories. Okay, so yeah, they yeah they got a hundred categories at the Grammys, and he's he's won a few. And yeah, like, that's he knows, cool. Knows people like Bonnie Raitt. He says um, Bonnie Raitt would come up to him at the Grammys. Say, Bill Miller, what did you win? So so he he's known. He was uh, as I was leaving the park, he was talking about. How he was asked to write some music for Disney's Pocahontas several oh, really? years ago. So it's Bonnie Raitt, or, huh? or perform music. He didn't. Uh, he didn't write the music, but he performed it. A little controversial that movie. Uh, Bonnie Raitt, huh? It's not yes. Bonnie Rat because it's spelled Rat with two T's, right? R a i t t. Oh, oh, I guess I didn't. I don't even know if I knew that. Um, <laughs> all right. So the one thing that we can't see from the Around River City face uh, uh, live feed is we could see a couple of heads, but how you many people... You can see people... the first two rows. You can yeah. see, actually, uh, we can see the back of the heads of of the uh, people who have been responsible. Oh, there's for, some you know, like Like Pat oh, Stevens and, and Terry Bauer. Now, there's you... some people a ways back, but I'd say there are a couple thousand people in the park with their lawn chairs and also on the benches and, do you think and the standing. Guys, and... Do you think the guys on Around River City are listening to the show and are like, oh, Rick and Brad want to see the crowd pictures and they flip cameras for us? Exactly. Nice. They're listening right to us. They're, 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 oh, they're panning. <laughs> yeah, the, the, How's this They're applauding happening? us. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. guys. Thanks for, for doing that. Um, oh, I told you before you come back, count how many heads are down there. What, but I, I don't have a rough. That's you don't even have people, a rough estimate? Because people keep coming and going. That's oh. the thing. Where, why are they going? It's only uh, they're, five, they're going 45. to one place or the area, oh, okay. or they're going to get in line for I mean, the, the line for the piggies' food and all the other uh, food trucks and uh, other booths that are out there. So when Bill is in between songs like he is now, why don't you just run up and go, can everybody hold still? i got to count heads. Just hold still for ten minutes. <laughs> right. No. They're going to do that for me. Sure. Um, 
Okay, so when we talk about all these vendors are at Moon Tunes now, we're we're you know pandemic over, vendors are back. Um, right. Have we have we gotten word from Dave Larson with Airfest whether because they weren't going to bring vendors in? Do we know or whether or not they're going to now bring vendors in? Because that was kind of the issue a couple months ago. They were like, ah, we don't even know where the pandemic will be in a couple months. But now, if you know, it seems like that that could be loosened up a little bit. I haven't heard officially from them, but that's a possibility. It's still a week until the Airfest, so they they may have something to announce if they decide to change that. Sure. And I plan on having. What do you think, Dave Larson with Airfest right. Tuesday? Can I have mm-hmm. him on Tuesday? Is that a good day to have him on? Sure, anytime next week. I would because think. Thursday is the Airfest beginning, right? Yeah, Thursday is when the uh, the Blue Angels are going to be coming, and the Airfest specifically starts is Saturday and Saturday Sunday. Sunday. But yep. we'll be able to look up and because they're going to be practicing. Sure, right? they are. Yeah, they got to do practice, practice, we'll practice. Fly over downtown at some point. Um, and then coming up after Bill tonight on Moon Tunes. Uh, it, how it, Tug is a, a very local band? Tug is a local band, and then there will be, I think, the string chorale of the symphony. Not the entire symphony, but the uh, a smaller uh, portion of the, the uh, symphony, and they're going to do some string music. So would the Hill Symphony even fit on the stage? I don't know. That would uh, be a... Well, uh, the way it's set up right now with, uh, with all the music stands, I mean, you can see the music stands, I'm sure that's where the symphony is yeah. going to be later on. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a nice-sized stage. So uh, there are a lot of people who could fit on there depending on the situation. Now, of course, uh, what they're doing this year is pretty much sticking to the schedule they had last year, which they couldn't have any of the concerts because of the COVID situation. So they are going to have the 2020 schedule pretty much as they would have last year, and it's going to be this year. And they're going to finish up in September with their traditional tribute concert for Woodstock. Two things that are, that are, uh, I would talking to Terry Bauer that I just, I thought about and Terry brought up one is, and I, I don't have a boat. So maybe that's why I don't think about this. I do have a kayak, but just parking your boat outside Riverside park in the Mississippi river, you could just drop anchor and listen. That would probably be that's a great way. way. The band shell, I think maybe the acoustics there, Terry said they're a lot better with the band shell. So maybe the sound travels better this year versus the the old band shells, so to speak. Right, I don't know. They, they didn't have the canopy of trees before that. This is actually the end of a, a two-year process because two years ago, 2019, uh, Terry and, and the uh, group reminded people that they, had a, they were remaking the stage where everybody is performing now and starting to build the wooden band shell. So they had to have a, a temporary stage set up a distance from the actual stage, so they, they had that temporary stage for the 19 season, and then no shows yeah. for the 20 season, but they were able to work on the band show. And then a, a, another thing that's new for this year, well, along with having concerts, is we have the transient dock, so people could boat down upriver, park their boat at that the could. transient dock in Riverside Park. It's just south of Riverside Park, a big white long dock. I think it's 10 bucks for three hours to park there. And then walk up and, and spend, you know, three hours here at Moon Tunes and, and what whatnot and jump back in your boat and head home. These are all things you could do. And it, this is a great night for it. It's a beautiful weather this weekend, beautiful and warm, which is what you want in early June. So, uh, are you Now, are you going to go when you get them burgers and fries? Are you going to go do that at Moon Tunes? Because I bet they have burgers uh, and fries there. I, I, I think I've, I got, uh, I can't, couldn't tell you. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm making He's the undecided. offer. Undecided. I'm making undecided. the offer. Um, all right, Brad, thanks a lot. Okay. <laughs> Brad Williams, Wisdom News.
Uh, we got to get Brad to do some impressions. We didn't have any. Uh, we didn't talk a whole lot about. If we do politics, every once in a while we'll get down the rabbit's hole in some politics, and then Brad just busts out on some pretty funny impressions from Richard Nixon to uh, whoever else. It's uh, you, but we got to get him down a rabbit hole, and then he just bursts into character, and you don't know what he's doing at first, and then you're like, oh, he's, uh, and then you start laughing because it's really funny. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Um, Joe texted in. He said there is a peacock that roams Smith Valley Road and County Road B in La Crosse. A peacock. Uh, does anyone know, has anyone seen this peacock or familiar with it when we talk about chasing emus and, um, and, and just, you know, when we make this an animal show? Um, yeah, I would love to know who's got a peacock and who's, have you ever seen a man it's pretty cool i just saw a video the other day of a peacock just full-fledged doing his peacock thing and it was it was crazy it was crazy maybe the video was a little edited i don't know um yeah county road b smith valley road who's seen the peacock roaming around that area is it just walking down the road joe i have no idea you have to give me more details um all right one more break all right welcome back to lacrosse talk pm you're listening to Bill Miller? Is it the Bill Miller band? I guess I don't know. But Bill Miller's on stage at Moon Tunes down at Riverside Park right now. Looks like they're wrapping up a song. They're very chill right now. There we go. 608-785-7914. A couple minutes left. I, I say the number at light speed. Um, oh, there we go. Panning the camera. Everyone's got their lawn chairs chilling out. We're back. Back to normal. I did read an interesting story. Okay, he's talking now. My talk show, Bill. I did read an interesting story when you talk about like we're back and everything's is hunky dory and 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 maybe that's the case here, uh, not not quite the case everywhere in the world and which is dangerous if you want to di- deep dive into you know how viruses work, but um, this story on wktysports.com, ten thousand volunteers have dropped out at the Tokyo for the Tokyo Olympics, which takes place in fifty-ish days, uh, July twenty-third, and just a little tidbit. Of information, if I can find it, only about two to three percent of Japan's general population is fully vaccinated in a very slow rollout. So when we talk about, and I, I just I, I looked at the Wisconsin numbers today, we were at like a little over forty-two percent fully vaccinated. The state of Wisconsin, which in in general, I think at the, you know when I was when I look at Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, we're all pretty close. I think Minnesota is at forty-six percent. We're at forty-two. I didn't do the math on Iowa, but we're all pretty close, right? 42% of our population is fully vaccinated. And we're like, yeah, that's that's good. It's been a while. It seems like it should be higher. Hopefully it keeps going because maybe this tapers off a little bit. But Japan is at 2 to 3%. That's what is going on. And if that happens, then, you know, it, the, the, the virus can live on and then mutate. And so it's great that the U.S. is doing such a good job or better job than than other places that, you know, getting this thing under control. But we need all the places to do that so that the mutations don't happen, so that we're not just getting stuck with vaccines every other, every couple of months. All right, that's all the time I have for today. I know Trigoski tomorrow, but we'll see what kind of fun we can have anyway. Thanks for listening.